Well, hello everyone. It's the last week of the year and we are really I'm grateful and it's it's not bad to always say thank you every time we open up our live stream because without you there our our podcast will not be as meaningful. And so we appreciate your the audience, we appreciate the connections, we appreciate all the guests and appreciate definitely if you could pick up one or two lessons to act on every, in each podcast and also to share, that will be the most beautiful thing for us, okay? I still remember that as a nurse in a big hospital before, nothing can pay us much more, make us heart really sing when a patient says, thank you, thank you, and you've helped us. So that's the same way that we feel. And at the end of this year, I always um, want to also reflect on uh, everything that I do. And so I encourage you, like, I want to ask two questions and maybe you could answer it on your own. Like in the past three years, what do you what have you learned in the past three years? Who do you stand for? And which side of history are you with? Okay, because that's so crucial because we're making history and each of us are participating in this history. So today is a perfect time for our guests because the topic is, um, I, I po posted it as the topic for his latest book, The Bye Bye COVID. It, more or less three years ago, we were mandated to welcome COVID. So now we say bye-bye COVID. And the author is no other than Dr. Andreas Kalker. And we thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for your invitation. It's really a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, well, hopefully you know it, uh, chlorine dioxide solution. Uh, as many, many people do, it's uh, something that has really changed a lot of lives, millions of lives to be clear. We had a very strong fight in the 20s and so on, but we managed to get it even as a legalized uh, product, as, or let's say even as, as a, by law in, in Bolivia, saving many, many millions of lives at that time. And it has not been very known because of the censorship, obviously. We could have so much censorship, uh, which at that time nobody believed that there could be censorship on health. Now Twitter is showing us something different and uh, it's still going on, obviously. Uh, the fact is that this, sub this little substance is making such a huge change for millions of people. And I've been now related 15 years to it. And uh, before you continue forward in your in our conversation, I just want to read a little bit more about you and please feel free to add more. So Andreas Kalker is a biophysical researcher of German origin who has lived most of his life in Spain and for many years has been living in Switzerland where he has investigated and registered several international patents that deal with the therapeutic use of chlorine dioxide for both hypoxia and for inflammation, infection, sepsis, and SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus. And his thesis and experience later became the basis treated extensively in his first book, CDS, Chlorine Dioxide Solution, Health is Possible. 
So then years later, the publication of his second book, Forbidden Health, shows us how the recovery of diseases from A to Z considered impossible to cure in the past, but it has obtained a remarkable success, but opens a wide controversy in the world of conventional science of the establishment. And we know that because whenever there is uh, something that will help people to be less sick or sicker, then you know everything just happens to say, no, 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 no. It's like you're, you're always hitting the wall. So the unfair controversy created by some media outlets confuse chlorine dioxide, which is ClO2, with bleach or sodium hypochlorite or hypochlorite and NaClO, which is another substance, and reached such a point that its sale was censored by Amazon without explanation, despite its excellent reception by the public that continues to ask said company to return the cove to the virtual selves. And I also noticed that um, Dr. Andres Kolker was able to organize a community called Common Self. So all these things are important because <clears throat> when there is something that is questionable in the regular establishment, that is for me and for most of us who wants to own our health would like to pursue, right? So here we are, Dr. Um, um, Andres Kolker, thank you for being with us and please continue your story about the chlorine dioxide because I wanted to know what what were you doing before this? You know, how, how is it suddenly you're so passionate for spreading well, what you think is right? Well, we have to understand something, and this is what you said. It's totally right. Um, normal establishment, medical establishment, or any kind of establishment, they are there because they are, let's say, the ones who know. So anybody new, a kid on the blog that has a new knowledge is first rejected. Arthur Schopenhauer was saying that, yeah, first you are rejected, it's logic, because you're coming up with uh, with uh, new uh, data that makes the ones that are in power insecure. And so the ones in power will never accept immediately a new data if it's not from one of themselves. So this is based, this is normal. We know that for many hundreds of thousands of years even. Um, actually, what happens is if somebody comes and says, hey, I, have, I have a substance that kills uh, bacteria, virus, fungus, and uh, helps you against herpes zoster and acne and uh, Crohn's disease and a little bit of cancer and the corona, by the way, my first reaction as a scientist would, <laughs> I would send you home. It's like... Go home, don't BS me. You know, that's fact because there's, uh, there's no relationship between it. And actually, it was my, my first struggle when I realized that I myself, I had arthritis at the time, I'd get, and that get cured. But other people with herpes zoster or with, uh, with diabetes, uh, leg ulcers, and with other things, other illnesses uh, immediately recovered very, very fast. I said there's no logic behind that, and I, I'm, I don't believe in the miracle story, you know, because it's not about miracle. It's 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 wonderful science, but you have to understand it. So we have to go down to the minimum denominator. What's the minimum denominator of 
any illness, well, lack of energy. I'm a biophysicist, so I see it from the physical way. So a lack of energy means illness. That's nothing else. So how do we get our energy? Well, we eat, well, this is calories, so we burn calories, but to burn calories, you need the calories themselves and you need the oxygen. And without the oxygen, nothing burns, you know? We, and this is a candle. If you want to get out a candle, but take away the oxygen and it stops to burn. Same happened in our body. So I was asking myself, wait a moment. Um, if uh, illness is a lack of energy and energy is produced by a huge amount of oxygen, by the way, we have to breathe all the day and all the night. That's 24 hours. Then what would happen? Uh, if we increase this oxygen, and this is basically the common denominator of this little substance, ClO2. So, and uh, the more you study it, the more interesting it becomes because people say, okay, it's chlorine dioxide, it has chlorine. I have to say, no, wrong. Hmm? There is no molecular chlorine in chlorine dioxide. There is none. Hmm? Uh, and even pro pros don't get it. It's a chloride ion. It's not a molecule of chlorine. So first of all, the, the, the chlorine molecule, yes, it's toxic, everything, but it's not there. So we speak about chloride ion, and this is sodium chloride. It's salt, table salt. Basically, we speak about uh, less than a crumb of table salt and oxygen attached to it on a chemical basis. And this can not decay to anything else than salt and oxygen in the body. There's no other way that no, can do that in the body. Maybe it can do it with outside the body with certain chemicals, but inside the body in our harmonic um, uh, equilibrium we have, there's no other way. So this substance, what it does is obviously increase the oxygen. Things you can see on on the videos you can find online with uh, when I put into the microscope and you put you have blood uh, clots that are really bad and you add it directly to and you can see the blood is uh, recovering immediately and reoxygenating itself. So once we understand that 90 over 90 percent of all the illnesses is a kind of lack of oxygen in a way too, so we understand that we have a common denominator for so many illnesses like hypoxia, like uh, uh, inflammation, like sepsis, and so on and so forth, because most of the illnesses is uh, excess of protons, that means acidification. And uh, if, if we uh, interchange or we compensate these excess protons with the electrons of the chlorine dioxide, then we have a chance really to have find something that makes the biggest change in history of medicine. For those who don't know much about the chlorine dioxide and how it's really being, um, it's it's such a popular. Uh, it, it's called it's it's getting a lot of attention because people are really seeking for the right solution or for their health. Which of the which of the maybe perhaps like top five diseases or illnesses or imbalances in one's body that you your group has found that it's so effective well we have a lot i can i can we have from cancer to covid over many others all of them are a lack of oxygen especially cancer gets aerobic 
anaerobic uh, soil and um, it's the acidity part of it. So we have um, lots of videos. We have, if you look at an odyssey.com, you find many, many of these um, censored testimonies from people that recovered of all kinds of ailments and illnesses. So um, everybody has is free to look it up. My my point of view is I, I like to understand the deep why, you know, the, uh, after 15 years, okay, you say, oh, you have a cancer, another one, you know, because right now in the foundation in Mexico, we had two cases with pancreas cancer. One is a professor from the university and in just two months, he reduced his values from over 400 down to 19 and is now normal while he was sent home to die. So, um, and the other one too. So it's, it's for me, it's, it's, it's snow from yesterday, you know, it's like, uh, yes, it's possible, but I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm on a much, much deeper way on a scientific way on a, on this journey, because it's a curiosity that drives me basically. And you're not by yourself. And understanding how it really works. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you mentioned about the Mexico and, as far as I know, you're not just working by yourself. Talk, talk to us about the commercial, because I ah, yeah. want people to know that, you know, there's so many physicians and scientists collaborating with you. Yes, uh, that's a, the Comusaf is around 7,000 doctors in 27 countries, uh, mainly Spanish-speaking, because I was living 20, 35 years in, in Spain, so I'm sorry for my English not as so good as my Spanish. So, and um, <clears throat> basically the physicians and doctors, they have been using it now and they have a huge, in, in America, we know the chlorine dioxide is called MMS, but that's an old form. That's a mixed form that is outdated, actually. It works, yes, but it makes, for example, diarrhea or makes um, stomach crumbling. And we are speaking about the CVS. This is just the gas that has no secondary reaction in the, in the stomach that um, does not cause diarrhea at all. And uh, this, so it's, it's, it's like the next step forward that has been discovered already in 2012. So from it's, we are already 10 years working with, with CDS. No, we don't work with MMS anymore. We can use it, yes, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's easier uh, to use and uh, very, um, very safe. This is one of the most important things because any any substance is toxic. So how toxic is chlorine dioxide? Well, you should not inhale it like water or like anything that is not air. So if you speak about the drinking, I, as a tall person, um, to get intoxicated with LD50, need to drink 14 days more than 20 liters of a maximum concentration of 3000 ppm. That's totally impossible. So there is no uh death possible with cds and uh there is a guy in mexico too uh, dr uh, mr martin luis bringas from soriana <coughs> a multimillionaire who offered two million dollars for anyone who proved that it's toxic so nobody got it yet uh, and nobody will so it's um there's a lot of bogus going on on the net we have to understand that there are many there's a lot of fear going on on the net too we have have a lot of so-called fact-checkers. Uh, and, uh, well, I don't know if they've written with A or with U. I think they write it with U normally. Uh, my English is not so good. 
and uh, all these checkers have no idea at all what they're checking about they don't know even the basic stuff and it's very interesting to see that more and more real professionals are coming up uh, and they are seeing that uh, they have been tricked from the industry and this is a system we are living in so the what the point the point is to give this knowledge to the people i think this little substance is too big for me i i would like to give it to the humanity actually the patents are free you can use them um there's not no no claim on it anymore so i invite every professional to be with us if they want to make a research we have for animals we have for humans we have so many illnesses and everybody's making different research from uh from stuff resistant uh to i don't know so many different uh, ways are just now in the pipeline of people that are researching on it and it's absolutely great especially on even on animals it it is truly as an exciting time because now you're inviting others to do the research and you know i think small research big research always helps and but um what's the difference with your uh, with your work now and with the work of jim humble well jim humble is the one who initiated it or and let's say the second one the first one actually who initiated it was howard allinger how the Allinger was the first one uh, already in the 70s, 80s, and he was part of the team of Abdel Rahman. And Abdel Rahman and Allinger were of the team that made the papers for the CDC of the drinking water. So they are the ones that defined toxicity of chlorine dioxide in I don't know how many long time ago. So there were the, 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 and he found out Howard Allinger had made a company. It's called Alcide. And he made, when there was a scandal of uh, HIV for the blood uh, disinfection. So he put it into the blood disinfection and he gets a, gets a patent for it and the license for it. And it was uh, sold till the, his company was bought by a bigger company. So it was stopped from this moment on. And 15 years later, he went on with another company. It's called Frontier, Sci Frontier Science in New York. At the same time, Jim Humble found out that it works against malaria as a chloride because it's uh, sodium chloride. At that time, you get it in, even in the airplanes in the American Airlines. I remember that in some other airplanes, when you, when you travel, you get these little bottles for water disinfection. It's called uh, stabilized oxygen, at least, but it's chloride. It's the precursor. Basically, you put it in the water and with the acidity, it creates chlorine dioxide. It worked on malaria. Jim Humble found it out uh, and helped thousands, hundreds of thousands of people at the time. And he made it with a mix. You know, you, you activate it with the acid. So this is an old MS and it works because it releases a gas too. The only difference is that with the CDS, you don't take the mix at all. You don't need it. You just... Put the MMS in a glass, in a jar with water, and the gas itself is saturating the water in the jar and makes it yellow. And this is what you drink. You take the MMS out for disinfection, for your whatever, because the point is, as long as there's chloride inside, you always will have a secondary stomach reaction that is unpleasant. 
uh, so with, you don't have that with CDS anymore. And uh, that's now, I don't know, yeah, yeah, more than 10 years ago. And uh, the, the, the advantage is you can use it intravenously. Actually, many, many of the doctors of the Komusav have, uh, and you can see it here in the, in the book itself, when you, um, when you see the people that have been, uh, that had the treatment in the end, um, they survived uh, by intravenous use. And really bad, bad. Uh, he, it's it's part of the book, you know. So you have, he was intubated uh, twenty so and so days, and the lung. If if you see the lung, the lung was, nah, there's nothing left, you know. If you if you can see that, this is no way to get it off. And in the book, you find other stuff too, like and so he, you can see it from before to the. Oops, I don't know if the camera can see it now. So you see it, uh, you, can see it. you can see it before and after you see the recovery. Uh, he is, is it's not one, it's just one case of thousands of cases. Or we have another little boy here with leukemia. He was sent home to die and he's now perfect. You know, and so it's, uh, there's, there are many. And in the end of the book, we have all the, uh, scientific publications no many people say oh there's no scientific publication of course there's not if you don't look for it you know because this publication the first one is about 1300 people the next one is another 1270 people and the next one is about uh another 1300 people so if you want data but you have to look it up so um it's it's a fact and this this fact has to be uh, read. People have to read it, have to understand it. And I'm very happy to find researchers and professionals with questions. There are professional questions and uh, I, because uh, thanks to their questions, I learned a lot. Thank you for all that information and thank you for everything that you do. Um, as we continue, I really wish that the people can truly listen carefully and follow some of the information, especially the websites, okay, so that you could study more. And I'll pass it on to Carl. Yes, the important thing here I would like to mention is uh, I published with, uh, with Dr. Insinaris at the time an insiricum of the spike protein where the cysteine 145 and uh, tyrosine 489 is oxidized in the, in the, in the nexus. So what, what does it mean? It, it works on the jab problems. We have found it out. It has been proven. Yes, it definitely works on the jab problems. And it oxidizes the spike <clears throat> and even part of the um, graphene because graphene itself is a pH, very acidic. It's a 1.2 to 1.4. Uh, so it um, loses the cut. This is basically what it's used for here in the university uh, in Switzerland, for example, where the professionals, uh, I asked them in the, I was working there one year. Um, they use it, for example, for tra transfection, so for, for stem cell transfection, and it's it's basically it's so sharp. It's the one in the razor, the razor blade sharp, and they lose the sharpness. It's, it's exactly the same reason why uh, with chlorine dioxide you can disinfect all tools of the surgery except, and now it comes scalpel. You know, 
the scalpel, the, the knife, the high precision knife, you cannot use chlorine dioxide because it loses the filo, it's called in Spanish, it uses the, the, the sharpness, you know, and uh, because it's so thin, obviously, and so it, it, it attacks at that part too. Dr. Chavez and many of the other doctors, they already are making now the long uh, term tests and we could see that everybody who had uh, uh, severe or middle or even light uh, effect from the jab uh, improved, everybody improved, as most of the people even to, to zero, absolute zero side effect. And uh, some people not totally because some people have a very, it's not the same if you're jabbed once or four times or five or whatever. So it is basically, um, it's the only hope we have from now to 2030 not to reduce world population to a tenth. Okay, I, yeah, I have <clears throat> pick a straw. I have lots of lots of questions. Same. What's 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 what I'm thinking right now is that um, chlorine dioxide is another one of these type of elements or, or, or molecules that delivers oxygen, and that's its that's its key. Like mm -hmm. you have hydrogen peroxide. No. No, I, uh, let's say I, okay, I tell okay. it, I, I tell it lo like for the for the let's say to explain it easily. Uh, okay, because I was going to back off and say you could describe yeah. it in terms of charges. Exactly, uh, this is correctly the way. Right, right, and 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 so, but then, you know, an excess or a lack of 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 charges defines acidity or alkalinity. Exactly. So I was starting to think sodium bicarbonate that that changes the pH of the body, which is also helpful in making the environment for cancer less amiable. And then mm -hmm. I was thinking, what does colloidal silver does? And I go, well, that's 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 electronics in action. That's just canceling. It's going after single cells, exactly. uh, which will have a positive charge. <laughs> so perhaps um, if you could maybe give some background on that. Uh, and in particular, antioxidants, because that seems to be in in contradiction, but apparent contradiction. Maybe it's not. So, could you elucidate on that, if you could? Okay, with with love. What do you think? Is chlorine dioxide an oxidant or an antioxidant? Oxidant. It Maybe oxidizes. Not. It has that oxygen, Maybe. right? Maybe not. Okay, Depending because we the... understand oxidizing is a process of ORP, oxidation reduction, uh, oxidation reduction potential, and the potential is zero nine four. That's very low actually, and we have, for example, hydrogen peroxide, that's one seven six one seven six volt. So, uh, and and we have hydroxyls, you know, at two point eight volt. So if I throw into an environment that's full of uh, free hydroxyl radicals, uh, chlorine dioxide, actually it's an antioxidant. So how would you describe it? You have to so understand it with what? The, you know, this is, this is the point here. So um, the, it is like, uh, let's say it's like 
like of these fantastic tarts, you know, like uh, it's it's going deeper, 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 deeper. We have to have a quite high understanding of of the subject to be able to understand what it really does, what it actually does. Yes, it changes the charge, and we can change, we can calculate the charges, and. Um, <clears throat> this charge, to be exact, if you look the molecular on the molecular level, the Avogadro number, and so on and so forth, we can see we have an increase of three millivolt charge. Looks very little, but it's huge uh, because in between the venous blood and the uh, arterial blood, we have five. So we convert technically the charge of the venous blood into a semi-arterial blood. And now we have to understand, as the, the red blood cell actually is a toroid, if we have the forces, the toroidal forces, you have radial forces and you have axial forces. So what it really does is it does not put oxygen inside. No, it changes the radial forces, increasing, obviously, the axial forces at the same time, making possible the absorption of the oxygen. Okay, because we have a very, very wrong understanding of what blood actually is. Imagine, for example, you have a glass, you have a glass of fresh blood. You make a lid on and you put a lot of air inside the glass. Does the blood get oxygenated? No. I see. No, no, okay. because it, so it's bubbles. How do and how and why do we think that our lung is a kind of air pump from a bicycle that is pumping by pressure air inside. This is totally bogus and stupid. Sorry. Uh, so we have to start from there. And you go into the university and most of the pros, they go with a mouth open like this and said oh shit i didn't understand the uh, nothing uh, so when you understand actually what's going on in your lung i say okay i have the biggest electrical field here what it makes to the toroid it increases the spin the radial spin especially and this increase of spin you can measure as a charge potential of five millivolts and this increase of charge makes that the heme itself is attracting the oxygen by force. It's not by pushing, it's by attraction. So all these mechanisms are not at all correctly understood, or very little, let's say. There are a few people, and I'm very happy when sometimes we have here a group of, of high-end Yeah, researchers that, that have been years on this aspect too and you can say hmm can be like this but would be like that and you have to read we really have to make the mathematics about it and when we understand because you can say i have a glass of chlorine dioxide obviously in these glasses we have not enough oxygen to oxygenate a body of of 100 kilos or 80 kilos it's not the way When you have corona, you have five liters of blood, let's say, or six, five liters of blood. And if you don't have corona, you have five liters of blood. How it's possible that you have saturation of 60, 70, and of 95? It's a question of charges. What happens actually is that the electrical field is breaking together. And these breaking together of the electrical field, creating acidity by excess protons and so on and so forth, 
And at that time, you understand that, wait a moment, if I replenish the electrical field, then the spin in the toroids starts again. And this is what we could see in the COVID when the people were <gasps> without breathing. You give them a few schluck, let's say, of chlorine dioxide and, oh, I'm better, I'm better in only 15 minutes. It's not about oxygen itself. Yes, for let's say for the layman, it's oxygen, but not for the pro. For the pro, you really have to go very deep into charges. And when you say now, okay, what is the difference between this and, let's say, for example, uh, other substances like um, bicarbonate? Well, bicarbonate has a problem. Uh, we exhale it as, as CO2. It's an excess of our body. So we have to make a balance. It's a, it's a perfect buffer. Yes, it helps us to buffer pH, but and now it comes. It doesn't give us energy because it is not the oxygen itself. It's the oxygenating process, the oxidation process that releases heat in the mitochondria apart from ATP and so on and so forth. And this electron process is giving energy and the waste is a bicarbonate. Okay, so we the body use it as well in the BEF, so to to and to really to make a, a balance, a perfect balance, and it's very intelligent how the body use it. Uh, but the problem, for example, in people with um, corona is you intubate them, you, throw, you cut the throat, you put the tubes and so on, and you can push it up to 95, the oxygen, then and they have 95, but they die anyway, and you ask yourself why. Why are they dying? And you see that the CO2 goes over 80. And that's the main problem. So we have to understand body is always balances. It's like physics, you know. Physics always has to balance itself out. And this is the different approach, Carl. And this is why I like your approach as a physicist. You know? If you go by a physical approach, you have the understanding of the hysteresis, of, of, of the margins. More is not better. Less is not better. You have to be exactly in this margin. And we have to understand there is no oxidative stress without reductive stress. You know, if you have American obesity and it's worldwide the worst, sorry to say, it's nothing than like in US. I never saw something. I never saw medical beds and, and surgery rooms for 500 kilos anywhere you know what's that and say well wait a moment you have oxidative stress no you have reductive stress because there's no lipid per oxidation oxidation burn fat you cannot burn fat because you have all these antioxidants in the food all the all the they stop the food from getting worse but they stop you from being able to digest anything so it is not understood in a physical way and in the electromolecular way, to be exact. We have to understand electromolecular medicine to be able to understand what's going on in our body in real time with the real deal or with not. And that's, that's my passion. You know, it's, it's like saying, hey, wait a moment, maybe we are doing something wrong. We don't even know before and um, it's 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 really amazing what i'm seeing now the changes in people it's beautiful absolutely beautiful and more and more nurses especially nurses you would not believe how many 
hundred thousands of nurses in in Mexico. <laughs> Even it was forbidden in the hospitals. They took it in and they see the people dying and they gave it to them without the doctor. <laughs> and they saved lives and the nurse get 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 a big hug. My daughter's a nurse, by the way, too. Uh, okay. the big one. So, so and the, the hum, humanity is actually what is asked for. We need first two things. We need more humanity from parts like nurses like that. And we need more researchers like you, like say, hey, wait a moment. Maybe that the Kalka says is, hmm, I'm not sure about. Let's go into deep academic, really inside. Let's make the math. Let's calculate it and see if this guy is right or maybe not. I, 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 well, this whole thing, antioxidants, um, that always had me confused, that theory. So I, I, I brought it up because it, 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 in this case, it doesn't gel. It doesn't jam. You need to go to another yeah. description. I always make a, a very fun, when I have a seminar, you know, and you have a seminar and you have 500 doctors in front of you and, Everybody's very, very serious and just say, oh, um, by the way, do you, anyone do, uh, knows the theory of oxidative stress? And everybody, yes, of course, everybody makes them a hand up. And okay, it's from Denham Harmon. It's written 1956. Uh, how many pages was the paper? This is one of the big, big, important papers. And then you see who, you know, you know, and you see the hands going, oops, uh, mm, mm, mm. Who read the paper, <clears throat> the original one? Yeah, yeah. And you see 500 doctors with silence, and you say, uh, Dr. So and so, do you know how much? Mm, 50, 60? I said, no. Mm, 20? No. 10? No. One and a half page. All this crap is based on one and a half page where Dr. Harman says maybe, possibly, and so on, making a hypothesis, and now it comes, without giving even a, sorry, F word, uh, the F word, value. How well, can, that, I, give, how can that, I give or make it without any value? If I say, uh, I have a hydroxyl ox uh, uh, stress, I can, can't put them in the same like oxygen. So we have free radicals. Oxygen is a free radical. I need it to breathe. I have uh, chlorine. It's a, it's a free radical. I have uh, um, uh, hydrogen peroxide, another one, that is 1.7, but if it breaks, it goes to 2.8. So they don't even understand what they are talking about at all. And yeah. uh, that's the big problem here you know well, so, and it's, 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 I mean, it's an industry it's an industry of of 70 well, trillion i mean you're you're talking about something quite fundamental to our understanding but it's it's used in a superficial manner and then right. look no more and it's assumed right. that it's because it's been around all the time it's been it's assumed to be correct and and science tends to do this Uh, it, it does a little quantum leap every once in a while, and you have to go back to first principles. And because uh, the evidence, you know, you get some mileage out of it, but you always have to look at it again and be open enough to look at it again. Um, that, that's, that's, that's that's an interesting thing here. And you start to learn um, that what we've been told yeah, has a lot yeah. of force. I have a question. 
I, I have a question that <laughs> I have a few, but um, because this is such a fundamental, let's say, substance, chlorine and two oxygen atoms, uh, this must occur naturally within the body. Uh, I was thinking because, you know, you might have something similar to chloride and then it's activated with something in the gut. Um and if it had, I suppose evolution would have adapted it somewhere along the way. Uh, evolution, uh, the, what evolution has in the NKT is the uh, hypochloride because that's able to do you know, by, by nature. But uh, the chloride that's a precursor, it's coming from chlorate, so NaClO3. You have to understand how it's done. First of all, from the salt, you make a hypochloride. From the hypochloride, you make NaClO3 three that's much stronger and there you kick out one of the oxygen to get the two by nature it's technically not possible it would decay before it could be created uh, but the interesting thing it's it's the only one and only chlorine chlorinated uh, or chlorine atom careful it's not a molecule uh, so chlorine dioxide does not have chlorine you can really fool anyone with it even the big ones you know you have professors of, of chemistry and they stuck with the mouth open um, actually this little um, molecule this chlorine atom or chloride atom uh, chloride ion sorry to be exact chloride ion this ion has a charge and this is the point here it's like a bow imagine for example i make it very easy no like a child you have a bow uh, and if it's not tense no danger but even if you have a child and it tends the bow to you with this uh, it's it's dangerous you know the, the danger is not the bow the danger is a tension and this is exactly what happens to chlorine dioxide so the tension is optimum in the body to be not able to do harm to big fibroblast cells or even 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 small fibroblast cells even stem cells we checked it in the, in the, in the university we have all other stuff done but yes it will eliminate all kinds of virus why by overcharge there's no way you can undo overcharge it's like the it's like the phone once you put 50 volt into it it's done you know that's it. So if you put five volt, it gets charged. So it's it's how it works. We have to understand. And the interesting thing, what it's not in the uh, science community yet, is dissipation. You know, you as a physicist, dissipation is one of the most abundant knowledge at all. You have Ohm's law and so on and so forth. Uh, ask a biochemist about ohm's law in the body he will ask you ohm's what you know he has no bloody idea of it so for example you can if we are not a petri dish if you get an electric shock in the door of the car you know the typical the little uh, discharge this is more than 10000 volt okay i don't know any single cell able to survive 10,000 volt. And even three, four, five, ten cells cannot do that. Why, if we have this little discharge from a pullover or from a car, that's a lot of voltage, why the cells in my finger are not necrotic black? They should. 
there's dissipation. All our cells, all the fibroblasts are connected. It means if there's an electric charge going in, the charge, it's going through the body and the body uses it and it adds its favor, not a detrimental. Now, if I have a single cell, like a single virus, a single bacteria that is not connected to others and that has a protonic charge, even worse, you know, so that... The, the, the electron discharge is like so brutal, there's no way they can survive it ever. Not now, not in 10 years, not in 1,000 years, no way. So we have the key here for the humanity to make the biggest change ever. And this is why I say it's too big for me. I say it seriously, Carl, it's too big. This and Hartmut too. This little, this little molecule is far too big that I could say, oh, it's mine. No, can't. This is why I gave it away to everybody, all the knowledge. I have no limits or, or I don't uh, hold back anything because I, my goal is here and my, as a life goal is to say, okay, um, we are all here limited time, but to find this out for our children, grand-grandchildren and, uh, and so on, it would be the big difference. It would be the, 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 the breakthrough that humanity needs so much because there's so much suffering it's unbelievable it's 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 almost unbelievable because it's it's what you're saying is something that's that you can make you can prepare yourself it's that, that's the best it's part of it. everywhere it's universal yeah and yet that's too simple for a lot of people to accept if it's that simple, it can't be. And but but people f fail to forget that some of the best things in life are right there in front of us anyway. Reinvent uh, the wheel, no? Yeah, yeah. So, and there's no side effects with this. So it would be, you know, I'm well, I'm very interested in trying it myself. I, I would so. like to be careful. There's always okay. a side. Effect. There's always a side effect. There's no yeah. severe side effects. In over right. hundred thousand yeah. of cases, that's right. But when you have people that have a lot of medicaments, a lot of illness, and so on, they have a high charge, and so yeah, there yeah. is a reaction in the beginning. It's called Herxheimer or a healing crisis in a three to seven percent of people that feel some headache or feel tired, or it, it's but it's minor stuff that is only temporary. Yeah, 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 and that—that's just them, their own toxins being released, and it's not really yeah, exactly. the CDS. So I'm—I I, maybe if there's another round, I'll come back and ask you more questions at some point. But I—I I better pass you on to Hartmut here. Thanks, thanks, Andreas. Thank you, Carl. Hello, Hartmut. Hello, Andreas. It's a real pleasure having you here on the show, and um, I asked Grace to invite you because I saw your um, video concerning. Uh, your testimonial that you have 4,000 doctors who have tested uh, chlorine dioxide on people who had side effects concerning the vaccination. Mm -hmm. And can you, and I would like to talk about this, this subject uh, more deeply. Well, um, uh, I have to admit, I cannot public anything because they are now in a publishing process. So if you're in a research and you publish before the research, I, I would damage or, uh, their research. 
I can only say that they told me that they were amazed <laughs> about the um, impressively positive results, you know. Uh, okay. But from there, because it's a long-term uh, test, so it's, I don't know how many months or, or more than a year you need it. What the, what's the problem, basically? Uh, the doctors of the Komusav say you need to take protocol C, that's a test standard protocol, about uh, three to six months. Mm -hmm. But where is the evidence that after six months, there's no spike protein anymore? That's the problem. So they have to stop it after six months and they have to see if then the symptoms start over again. Like you have, oh, the people, they, they immediately they feel better. And then after six months, it goes down. So another three months and um, stop it again. Okay, it's going down, but not so much. It's, we, we don't know how long our cells <coughs> are actually producing spikes depending on many factors it's not the same about Berna like a, like a AstraZeneca than a, a different brands um, it's not the same once or four times boosted um, so it's, it's, it's many factors that have to be torn out to be academically correct but many people don't have time to wait for that so I yeah. just tell the people if you feel any strange thing or you are like shaking like that in like some doctors are and nurses too, you know, they have been forced waxed in, in a way we can help them. So I think this is basically the little part of solution I can do right now and make a case study out of it if you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. I don't know whether you know Peter Halligan. Peter Halligan is an ex-financial analyst. And he took all the data uh, from the governments in order to find out the excess mortality. And uh, he estimated that uh, the excess mortality could be worldwide between 1 million and 20 million. Mm -hmm. And that the injured people are up to four, up to 2 billion people around the globe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the, what you said about the graphene, uh, graphene dioxide, no, graphene oxide. Right. Graphene oxide, yeah. Graphene oxide. This is very important because um, uh, this is also a part of uh, some injections and uh, have very bad side effects. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk about these side effects and can you talk what sure. chlorine dioxide is doing this again? Because this was yeah, uh, well, we have... short, but this I think is very important. Yeah, well, actually. The most important is the spike protein. Why the spike protein? Because mm -hmm. it replicates. You know, for example, you have mm -hmm. one amount inside and your body replicates a spike. The body does not replicate the graphene oxide. It doesn't. It's X mm -hmm. inside and that's except if you're boosted and boosted and boosted. But basically, mm -hmm. it's the same amount. So you have this amount. And what happens is not only graphene oxide. We have as, as well, we have magnetite. And magnetite and graphene oxide as a monolayer, atomic layer, what it does actually, it's it's creating the right-hand rule, you know, so it's, uh, it, it creates electrical charges. It means that the uh, we have a protein, we have heme for the blood, that's a red blood cell, you know, this is why it's red, it's oxidized blood. And we have ferritin. 
ferritin is let's say then it's a protein too but in, let's say the the metallic one it's not 100 correct i just try to put it easy here so we have the metallic uh ferritin ferritin should be around 300 not more what happens to the people in um, in corona or in the vex so the ferritin values go over 1000 and that's very serious you know and because the ferritin is um it's uh, it's a cation it's not an anion so it is a wrong charge I, I, again the same and normally the ferritin can hold around 4500 iron atoms tied to its molecular structure now if you put it together with the magnetite and the and the, and the graphene as, as a combination you know like 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 a electrical combination and i'm not speaking about the circuit at all just electrical combination in this moment it goes more over nine million atoms and this explains why some people get magnetic obviously magnetofaction or magnetic transfection so because it's it's creating the force field in this moment but we have to understand it it's not magnetic itself it's like ferrofluid ferrofluid is not magnetic itself it becomes when you put because it's a nano crystal it becomes when you put the magnet on it it reacts to a magnetic field it's not magnetic itself and this is actually what the uh, mobiles do for example you go it's very easy you go on the airplane and you switch the Bluetooth on and say on other mobiles. And what you will see is things like, for example, something like that. You know, you go in the airplane and oh, wait a moment. And you can see, uh, hopefully it's okay. Yeah, in the airplane, you have MAC addresses and 10,000 meters high as much as you want. You have a few iPhones, you have a few Huawei's and whatever phones. But basically, in the beginning, you can see here the other addressed ones. And later, you can see this is in the middle of the Atlantic, you know, uh, flying over and over. I made it several times and you can really see you have all the MAC addresses you want. So there is more to it. Obviously. This is, and these are the these are the people right well actually what would be the goal here well you can have a goal is say okay i want a, a, a fingerprint a kind of personal fingerprint um for each person on the world and this would be a kind of control forever uh, in a way that would be one of the reasons for me it's more serious actually what many people don't see huh? We have an increase of gonad cancer, man, testicle cancer, in 20, 30 years old, as we have never seen before. The ACE2 receptors, for example, I, where I was in Mexico, in the same city, in the same week, in one week, more than six uh, uh, surgeries for gonad cancer of, of, of young guys, you know. That has never been like this. There's a surgeon says, I never saw something like that. Um, it goes to the ACE2 receptors. 1.7 million goes down the, the percentage of fertility. 
we have uh, specialists in Italy that are for years and years looking for sperm cells and said, I never saw something like that. It doesn't work. Women that don't have the um, the period anymore just stop. You know, it's it's, it's AC2 receptor 2 and so on and so forth. So the consequences we will suffer will be so far off that, yes, definitely all these Bill Gates and company, Fauci's and whoever is behind all that Schwab's or whatever, yes, they win already. They already win. with If we don't steer against it with knowledge. Yeah, and um, I'm um, I'm quite good in dowsing. I worked as a professional, I worked professionally in dowsing, and for this reason I'm I was also electrosmog consultant and I can, let's say, I'm very sensitive for this. And uh, the interesting thing is what I feel is that the 5G is very, getting very, very tough in Germany. And I think that these, this is also, has also a real effect on the people. Yeah, for example, at the moment in Germany, you have 10 million people who are, who are ill. The children, the the, uh, the teachers, 40% of, of a school is ill of the teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And they have to put three classes together in order to get the class full. Yeah? So um, the question is, do, do you have any knowledge about the connection between 5G and and the illnesses? Or is there, is, yeah, is there yeah, well, any, actually, any about yeah. that? Actually, as a biophysicist, that's my special uh, feel I'm I'm not a good chemist. I'm uh, my my special field is on frequency, and that's what we have been working in the university. So um, we have to understand it is the same like in toxicity. The amount makes the poison. It's not about five G. This is one of the big mistakes. It's not five G, four G, three G. It's about how much. So if we say in a standard 3G or 4G, we have one watt of of power at X distance to the tower, and now we have 200 in the same distance. So we increase the dosage 200 times. It's not the same to take one pill or to take 200 pills. It's exactly the same. So uh, obviously we have all kinds of machines here from, from measuring and all that stuff and it was very funny because uh, uh, I had Patrick here with the blood specialist in the laboratory and the guy came in and make a blood test, put it under the slide and he was looking and Patrick was saying, oh, you're driving a Tesla, you know? And the guy faded white, a bit white like that. He said, how do you know? Ugh, see it here in the blood, you know? You That's see close. it. Of course, not, not yeah. only blood clots. It's a very, very special things because the blood reacts to everything. The blood is not an air pump ball. No, it's a donut, let's say a, a toroid. And this toroid has a force field like this mm. and another one like this. It has two force fields. And if you, these force fields, the first force fields to break down is the radial one because it's the bigger one. So what the blood does is make money roll, you know, because to protect himself, because you this force field is smaller. So you have north, south, and they stack 
you have this stack it's not bad or it's not good it's simply a, a protection mechanism or it's a mechanism of physics not as nothing else now the blood goes to the lung again the lung is not giving oxygen the lung is giving electrical force because it's hard it's enormous field that's pack like a magnet pushing to in the avios like pam 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 you know giving here the electric force so the toroid gets a new swing around and the force field takes up or takes in this oxygen that's present and doesn't care about the co2 because it's a different charge it's because of this charge it takes the one he that's similar to in, in this moment and then it pushes himself through the blood and all these electromagnetic fields affect depending on their force uh, you cannot shield yourself many people say oh what can i do to shield myself you can't you know? because in the car yeah, it's a, it's a faraday it's a faraday cage but in the car you have the mobile phone it works perfectly there's no problem with it because it goes through anything if you want to shield yourself you need to buy a submarine and go 200 meters down somehow but it's totally not not sense the only thing we can do is to increase our strength of the phospholipids because we have to understand our cells if you have a cell like i don't know if you can see that here that's a rubber here i can say if if the cell wall is not like that it's kind of phospholipid that are one on the other and these frequencies when when they are exactly in the resonance of the phospholipids then they these move out of place and the cell breaks but only from a certain degree onwards that means all the phospholipid is very weak in your body your immune system is down or uh, the force is really so powerful that it will burn anything that's in the way or, or move anything that's in the way. So uh, force and force fields. No, you, that's the way. You have to increase your own strength to get um, the, the resistance to these excess of uh, 5G or whatever it's all not only 5g there's many many other things too i think um for example i thought that pulse electromagnetic field systems could work here because they increase the uh, the electricity of the blood cells so that they are separate again so that the the money roads disappear and mm -hmm. then um i think we have 75 percent capillaries in our body and so and we, and and uh, and one blood cell has to it has to um it has to make a curve it has to smaller itself in order to get it in the capillary and and i think that this would be also a possible possibility and uh, the situation is that m with many uh, yeah with the traditional medicine way or with this new traditional medicine way we cre increase uh yeah, the blood will be completely different, I think. Yeah, we have to understand that blood flows better, better than blood serum. Okay. Okay, so if you have the toroid, if you, if you would only have the liquid of the blood, it would not flow as good as the liquid with the red blood cells because the red blood cells push like magnets 
one against the other through these. So it's a it's a push system, let's say, by force fields that every red blood cell has a little force field of a few millivolt. <coughs> these okay. millivolts push it through to, to the next. And in these uh, twisting, it releases some of the oxygen, obviously, that is necessary in the capillars and so on. And it goes on back to the lung, the lung give back the the power charge and then it's, it's like a charger we elect we are a battery if you see the film matrix you know and you see morpheo with this uh i think it's one of the most iconic uh images ever in in a film ever he they didn't know what they actually mean it's not we we are a battery and in a much deeper level than people think we are I think this is also, uh, <laughs> no, I don't want to say that this is a reason why we don't need atomic plants anymore because they want to use us. Uh, this is a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. Sadly. Um, I have one, uh, one question. If, for example, um, maybe you know that if, if I drive with a car and then I drive, for example, over, over a landscape, which is completely flat, there's no tree, anything, I get problems to breathe. Do you know anything about that? For example, if I drive and then I try to breathe, but the, the oxygen doesn't come in the lung. We have to understand two things. <coughs> First, you can have a lack of oxygen. That's possible that there is not 21% available. That's for some reason, there's less oxygen. Mm -hmm. um, the other option would be that, yes, there is enough oxygen available, but you're electric body has not enough strength to recharge enough the red blood cells so that they can uptake the necessary oxygen so we have these two possibilities interesting okay because i thought it would be uh, it would be in connection of electro electronics more or something like that we have to understand that um, the electronics is obviously a part of it, but could be the reason that your car, your Tesla or your whatever car has an electric force field that is reducing the possibility to induce an electric force field to your red blood cells. Oh, I see. Okay. That's interesting. And um, I want to come back to Mr. Uh, Ricardo Delgado. I think you work with him quite well. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Um, what is what is your uh, what is your last update concerning uh, the 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 jab? Is it right? For example, I, I listened in one podcast that this jab has also other seventy two thousand genomes. Did you can can you confirm this or is this crap? I know it from other the researchers that I've been working with, Dr. Eduardo Encinares and uh, Dr. La Blanca. Bolaño, for example, and actually, if you look and as in the time we've been doing the Insiricum for the paper that we've been publishing, um, we realized that there is no way uh, that a virus got such a sequence. You know, viral sequences have have a st standard length or a little bit more, but this is like. Um, 
it is something like a putpuri. It's a chimera, you know, that put a little bit of HIV, put a little bit of um, malaria, put a little bit of uh, 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 bat and a little bit of this and a little bit of everything, you know. So, and, and they make a kind of chimera out of it. Most likely because they have no bloody idea what they're doing, actually. They were kind of trying, the kids were trying, let's make a poison here and we try everything, throw it in, it's better. It's a classic, actually, from people that are not too good researchers uh, because they don't know what they do. They just throw in and look what's coming out. So it looks to me like that, you know, like a little bit of everything. And um, I don't know if Judy Mikowitz would be agree to that, but... Uh, uh it doesn't look to me very professionally done definitely not um because if not for the publicity in the newspapers newsletters the, the censoring this virus would have had no chance at all no chance mm-hmm. And okay. uh, right now, for example, we see a very, very many, many, many people. I've been ill the first time now for, I don't know, 10 years maybe or, or more. And uh, so I had to take my own stuff quite a, quite a lot and frequency too. So yes, uh, something is going on. But we have to understand one thing. It doesn't have to be the um, necessarily the 5G. Our solar system is bombarding us with a lot of much worse frequencies than 5G. We have to understand that. So when I was asking in the in the university, the professor with, uh, she has ton, tons of publications, Nature and Elsevier and whatever, so 230, absolutely professional. And I said, uh, is, I'm, because I'm not the specialist, and said, the virus really exists or not? What do you think about it? And she said, it's a vesicle. For me, it's very clear. It's not an exosome. It's a vesicle. It's coming from the inside of the cell in this case. And said, aha, very interesting. So what does it mean? It means actually that our body has been um, many times exposed to sun flares of very strong one to uh, actually the, the earth is heating up. That's right, but not because of CO2 because the moon is heating up too, and so uh, there's no CO2 in the moon. Please, huh? listen a little bit. And uh, Nobody brings it there, huh? Maybe because the only car in the space is a Tesla. So anyway, uh, it, um, uh, just a joke. And uh, so we have to understand that this uh, heating up is a very high solar energy. And this can make a big difference because this is actually what happens. If the nature has a change of solar frequencies of systems, all the beings are affected by it. And so the vesicles go out and make the change. It's like a program change in your DNA to adapt in the correct way. So, yes, you get ill, but you get normal. Most of them survive. And you adapt to the new solar flare system intensity and so on and so forth. We don't have to forget that actually the North Pole, the magnetic North Pole is not any, and it was in, in Canada, but it's now nearly in Russia, you know, and it's nearly nothing. So 
on big scale, things are, are going on that have to be put into the huge equation. And the equation is really so big that I don't um, trust myself with my hypothesis because it's it's so many factors, you know. It's it's very easy to say, oh, the G5 is a bad guy or the Fauci is a bad guy or Gates is a bad guy or or whoever, or all of them are, you know, or maybe something even more that we don't know to it. We don't know. And that's the truth. We just have something to defend ourselves right now. And this is where I'm focused on. Because um, I get every day, I get 300, 500. Did you know that the vaccine and this and that? I, I don't give, sorry, I don't give an F, like, you know, the effort about it. I have something that works. Yes, take it. So, and go on with your life. Don't fiddle around. Nobody gets healed by weaning around or by complaining, you know. So this is a great thing here. And I, this is very happy for Grace. Uh, I'm thank you for the interview that really we can bring to the people, hey, hello, we have a solution. Want to try it? You don't? Okay, it's up to you. But you want to try it? You have it. So we have a solution for your problem. And this is a great thing here. We have to make people know that there is a solution and to get away from the fear if away because fear is, is, is one is a, one of the worst illnesses right now and and, and get people back on track uh, to have a normal life it's it's enough enough is enough and and can you tell the, our audience where do they get the knowledge how, which doses they have to take what is the treatment for themselves How did they get this knowledge about the treatment? Okay. Uh, on the website, andreaskalker.com, K-A-L-C-K-E-R, you know, uh, mm. you have it in different languages. E-N is in English, German, whatever. And there you find most of the stuff totally free. So how to make mm -hmm. it yourself, what is the basic protocols, what to do, what not to do, the results that have been shown, and so on and so forth. It's a quite big website. You can really have a spend a long time. You want some more? Well, we have a forum. You can be a member in the in the foundation, and so you have access to the forum. In the forum, you have 90,000 um, articles about whatever with all the people that have um, recovered on other illnesses, not COVID only, on many, many others, and what helped them and what didn't. So uh, from many parts, you have this knowledge. And if you want to go further, you have even some online courses. You know, you can you make starts from, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks, you know, for the beginner's guide for me, myself, and I, I want to heal myself. That's enough. Now, if you're a doctor or a therapist or somebody who really wants to go deep, you have even till a master degree uh, in the institute we have. And this is nine months of uh, learning together with me online. Um, <clears throat> you have it uh, offline and online. It's a hybrid. It's both. You know, you can there are lots of videos you see anytime you want and other Then we meet in, in English or in Spanish or in German, depend with the students, and we put things together, like different treatments, how intravenous treatment goes, or for surgeries, or for, uh, for kids, like a new protocol that is more tasty, for example, with cocoa, cocoa uh, coconut water, and uh, how to get that uh, working without getting oxidized. 
and many, many other things. So this is a very nice community that's there. It's a, a foundation because there's the international foundation, Andreas Kalka. You can just look around. There's a lot of stuff you can, if you are interested, you can see, read, learn, and, uh, and be part of it. Brilliant. And do you work also with other treatments together? So as, as you said, for example, with PENF or with oxygen therapies and... Um... Yes, oh, well, in the beginning we did that a lot, for example, with uh, autism in the, in the mm. hyperbaric chamber. Uh, right now, mm. not anymore, because we now are on a stage where the underst our understanding is on a different level now. It's, it has happened, it's now nearly 16 years that had uh, gone by, and um, the good thing is you learn from your own mistakes, you know, from... In the beginning, you think it's like this, and then you start, okay, but it can't be. So you go one further and then further. So you, you see, for example, in the microscope that, yes, the red blood cells get oxygenated, but it's not the oxygenation itself. It's a charge that makes it possible to get oxygenated. But you don't see it in the beginning, you know. For the main mistake you do in science usually is to confuse cause and effect. And this is very, very easy, you know, like in the conclusion, you make a measurement and you make, you think you're on the right track and you s spend a lot of time with something. And in the end, you, you make a conclusion when you confuse these two and say, yes, but no. And then the next year you learn again, you know, because you have colleagues that say, Andreas, mm, it's nice what you do, but you're not right. And then you listen. And this is beautiful, you know, because if somebody has really, He's feeling something. He said, um, "Yes, but no." And so, okay, tell me why. And here, I made the mathematics on this and that, or I make the equations right to the Nernst equation because you have to take it into the account, or this and that and that. And uh, then you understand it, and it's really very, it's very passionate, and it's beautiful to have other people uh, that are not on the payroll at all that that are with the same thinking and they want to make a change in this world for people. That's beautiful. So nature of man is, is positive. It's just environment that has been corrupted over and over. The science has been corrupted. The medicine has been corrupted. The politics, obviously, and, the, and, and any other history or whatever, uh, or um, journalism. They tried to come now with, a, with, a, with another... Uh, virus simulation i think in a couple of a couple of weeks ago contagion i don't know they 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 try they will try anything yeah. again Every, yeah, yeah. I, i know it from time ago from the 10th of january but um basically uh let's say a, a replica is never the same like the original you know yeah. you cannot make the same shock wave and this shock is necessary to make people go you have resistance you didn't have in the yeah. beginning um so and we are prepared yeah we have millions so i know for example only in in bolivia um in the time of 2021 in the last six months There were more than 1.8 million bottles sold in the pharmacies and universities so um, nobody died, by the way. And uh, so people know it already. So it will not be the same. Brilliant. 
I pass you again to Carl because he has one question. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Carl, your micro. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, lot. I, I just have one question in passing. Um, what's do you find that there's a best way to take this, or does that depend on the the malady of the person? Is it to drink it? Is it to breathe this? Is it to put no, it locally? Breathe it, never, never breathe it, never breathe right. it. It's a guess because yeah. it it occupies your alveoles. So it's it occupies your alveoles, and it's toxic because there's no interchange of osmolarity. You know, because your your lungs they have to get the CO2 out and the oxygen in and the and the um, and the stickstoff. How do you say the um, Eighty percent is uh, how do you say? Uh, sorry, my English. Um, nitrogen. Nitrogen, exactly. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so the nitrogen, it, it's 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 another one that goes in, and it's used too as well. You know, because you need the nitrogen as well to with the hydrogen radicals to create the acetone that's necessary to get rid of the CO two axis and so on. So it is much more complex. So anything that interferes in the breathing of the lung is toxic. Water, for example, you cannot breathe water. It's toxic. So no breathing of chlorine dioxide. Anyhow. Um, so what you do is drinking it. If you drink it, this is very easy. This is just you have you prepare a bottle uh, of for a whole day. It's 10 milliliters in a bottle and you drink it every hour, a schluck or two, you know, and, Till it's finished in the end 10 times why this way because you cannot take air in the morning for the whole day that's the inconvenient you know you can't you can't uh, would be great take air for the day no way it gets used up so it's the inconvenient of that stuff uh, the next one would be enema the next one is amazingly good the enema is tremendously good especially for severe cases uh, so the C and E protocol is the most, or the D protocol, you have a spray, spray bottle, you can put it on if you have skin problems or whatever problems you'd, you'd use it on. So it's very, very easy to use. And uh, the mums that in the beginning are very skeptical, once they used it for themselves and for the kids, they, they have it always, you know, like in the fridge, the kid has burned the finger, oh, burn is gone. Uh, a wasp has sting the little boy. You put it on, a wasp sting gone. Or a recluse spider, even the worst one, you know, I have it. You put it on, gone. And it, it helps on so many, many things. And it's absolutely amazing. I can show you even for, for, for surgery stuff. Um, when I don't have it here now. Uh, when... Uh, for for example, um, osteomyelitis. Uh, that's in the the bone is uh, the bone marrow is infected, and usually it needs to be cut off. So the doctors already make an injection into the bone marrow and recover the the leg. We had another case of a doctor in Guadalajara as well. Her mother, eighty four. She is an urgency doctor and had a heart attack, a very strong one, double on both sides. So um, heart stopped working completely. Uh, 
there was no pulse. She could not make anything intravenously. She could not give nothing to drink. So what she did, she took the 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 CDS pure and she put it rectal into with a, a huge amount. I would not dare to do ever. And uh, after time, the ambulance come. They revived her. Twenty minutes hard death. Twenty minutes. And uh, so they bring her to the hospital. And in the hospital, half a quarter an hour later, she was sitting on the bed, the lady. And the doctors were saying, where's the, ne where's the necrosis here? Uh, it's not no way to uh, survive 20 minutes hard uh, without heart, uh, without having a total disaster. No, nothing. Because obviously she was giving pure rectal uh, as an emergency doctor, as that she is, and she has a lot of experience with chlorine dioxide. It's not something I would like you now to do with anyone. No, she is a doctor that has lots of experience in the COVID and has saved thousands of lives. So she did that because she knows. And this is the beauty of that. If the more you get into, you get the, this knowledge. So the charge has been built up and the charge made that the cells didn't die. <clears throat> Would you take it as a prophylactic? Yes, of course. Okay. No, okay. No problem. But you don't need to. Let's say it's, uh, yeah. let's say, if if you take prophylactic fear-driven, don't. Because the problem is not the prophylactic. The problem is your fear. Um, if you say, okay, today I'm, I'm tired or <coughs> I have a little bit here and there. I'm not so fit. Yeah, you take it. You know, we, you ask your body. We have to un ask our body like when we were kids. When we were kids, we, are, we, we don't want to eat more. Our mother put more, yes, but we know exactly what our body wanted as a kid. Uh, and so we have to learn back to understand and listen to our body and say, okay, uh, I should drink some. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 it's not necessary now. I'm, I'm fit. I'm strong. Uh, for sport is amazing. For example, all the marathon and all the high-end sport guys, they should take it, definitely, especially when they're vexed because the endothelial cells are making mega spikes and this is why they fall down death on the on the green, you know, the football players, because they are too strong in this, this way. So for them, it's the must. Okay, uh, thank you, Andreas. Um, I'm going to Check out your website now. I've I've got about halfway through your Forbidden Health, and, um, so I'm I'm very intrigued by this. So I'm going to be following yeah, up. Forbidden Health is a good book for easy reading. Uh, if you look for academics, high-end academics, it's let's say it's a bit light uh, to me right now, because it's now six years ago, and we have we are much more. But it's a good. Uh, uh, it's a good jump into because anybody can read it. You know, it's not, you can give it to your, your mother, you can give it to your uncle and, and there it's interesting to read. And it, I think it's, it's very nice because you have from A to Z illnesses at that time. Now it's much more and uh, it's a good starting point. Um, it's not the last word, obviously, like always. We are working now on, on new, more deep stuff. Uh, the foundation will be very important for this. We have the foundation in Guadalajara. If somebody is interested uh, in participating in any any type, we are always welcome. Um, and um, well, let's see what the world will show us and 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 give us the next years. 
Okay, <clears throat> thank you very much for your time. Absolute thank delight. You, thank you. Hey, Dr. Kalker, where can people um, connect with you other than than your website or or the best? Uh, the other question is, how can we help you? How can yes. people help you? Yes, we have, for example, uh, the, the we have a Telegram channel. It's Salud Prohibida, uh, Forbidden Health in Spanish, Salud Prohibida. It's in three languages. We have it in German, English, and, and three languages. And um, we will, if, in the website, you have the first contact, the info at andreaskalker.com. <laughs> you know, just write info at andreaskalker. And then you can have um, the email directly. And there we send you all the links that's necessary to go here, to go there, or what what's the specialty, or somebody near to you, because we don't sell any product. This is what I would like to reemphasize. I'm, I'm not selling chlorine dioxide on my website. I'm not selling it at all. It's, it's about the knowledge. And so thank you very much. So you, uh, everyone, uh, the website is there, andreaskalker.com and the Commissav. And uh, I'm going to volunteer all of you who are scientific mind to volunteer to be part of the research because he needs a lot of, uh, and for those who have so much financial uh, potential ability, they, yeah, you know, because the bigger that you can help him, then the bigger work can be done as well. And for individual people, yeah, don't don't wait for any big science uh, research that comes, especially if it's coming from the mainstream, because that's how that kept me healthy. I didn't wait for anything, but as Dr. Kalker said, in your self, we know better. We know which one we can connect. So you start looking in that. So Telegram, salute prohibida. Okay, so thank you and Happy New Year, everyone. And take care, take care, take care. Goodbye, COVID. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye bye.